actually, some of you know, you know, this was actually the first contact we had with this church. It was an email from Dan to our um, church website. I mean, our, our personal website. And basically says, I'm trying to learn the email. What's the deal with the ministry? And we read the email and said, what is this for? So, there's a reasonable connection now that Dan Valentine, my wife Laura's birthday is Valentine, and I'm Dr. Love. So I did what any responsible missionary would do is I Googled these guys. So I found these guys on the website, and I was a little concerned when these guys didn't have pictures, and I thought, huh, who are they hiding? John Parker, um, but then we came up here for a total of a whopping 28 hours, um, and we just over two years ago. It feels like we were here for a lot longer than that. We were talking about yesterday, the barbecue, and we were here for 28 hours. And the reason it feels like we were here a lot longer is that over the past two years, you know, I could show many, 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 I'm kind of glad you can't read them from Ethiopia, what's the deal with Ethiopian surgery? 
that's a bit of a southern term, but what have y'all been up to? What do you do all? Um, and then what have you learned? So this is where we work. This is Southern Christian Hospital in Africa. Um, this is where you guys live and work. That's not an accident. And I'm not here to tell you stories so that you can go home and think, hmm, that the Lord is working in our lives and through our skills and gifts and gives you new vision for how he may use you in this time. Of course, my desire is to all of you can work with us and be able to do that all So, the first thing I start with is just to say that Laura and I didn't see Ethiopia. My wife and I met in Ethiopia back in 2003 as summer interns working on the AIDS project in the slums around the capital. But neither of us chose it. Uh, typical overachieving pre-med student, I applied for an internship in Kenya, doing medical missions a year in advance because I was interested in medical missions, didn't know anything about it. Started learning Swahili, Kenyan culture, all that stuff. And that was right before a terrorist attack. And so I ended up getting sent to Ethiopia instead because all flights were shut down. And my wife, some of you have heard this story, but I still think it's good. My wife is in Saga. Worked at a restaurant and worked at the dry cleaners and took some classes between in college. Went back to Hall. The college students used to say, "Get that college assistant home. She's going to be supposed to do like a really cool. Like, I'm going to do something better next summer." She went to Hall conference and picked up an application for an internship with Mrs. Devoe because she was in life itself, and that's the holy thing to do. And she listed the country that she was willing to go to, having never been on an airplane before. She picked one that she was about, like Mexico and Peru and things like that. And I'm like, okay, the last choice is Ethiopia. Ha, 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 wherever that is. But she's a social worker, and she liked the idea of working with HIV AIDS people. And so, um, why am I telling you about the story of Ethiopia? A couple weeks after she sent out an application, she got a phone call from the pastor in her hometown, and she told him that story, and said, hey, I heard you want to go work with my son in Ethiopia. population in America at 82%. There are only 22% of urban 
divided by continents. And then the percentage of disease, the global burden disease, that claims lives early or produces disability early. Life expectancy in America is around 80, 70 or 80 in some of these towns. Life expectancy in Ethiopia in the past decade was still less than 50. And so what produces that early death? The size of the circle has to do with how much money is spent on health care. So here in America, we have a tremendous health workforce, very low burden of disease that claims lives earlier produces disability, and we spend tons of money on it. You go to a place like Africa, and they have very few people working in health, tremendous burden of disease, and no money to spend on health. If you volume weight, countries, the volume of the country is weighted based on its position to population ratio, Sub-Saharan Africa disappears. We still have North Africa and South Africa, but the rest of the countries in Sub-Saharan Africa essentially disappear. And the greater the, the darker the red color, the less the access to surgery. Um, but to make this more relatable, Thomas, I won't ask you what it was, but I just, I'd like to know, like, how many, how many of you have had surgery, myself included? And I just, I think it's really important that we look around and realize that some of us wouldn't be some of us wouldn't be walking today if it wasn't for that. And that's different than what we have in the world today. Here's some more numbers, but I think it's more helpful if we talk about something that you guys realize or know about. So UPMC here in town, I broke up the number of doctors in different specialties and then compared them to Ethiopia. In Ethiopia, they've got about a half a surgeon per 100,000. And then depending on how you count, Pittsburgh, just in one health system, has over 100 per 100,000. Per 100,000. Just one health system in Pittsburgh has more surgeons than the entire country. It's also the most populous country in the world. And so, um, again, I'm not quoting the right things I said a few weeks earlier. This is Willie Sutton from the famous bank robbery in American history. He interviewed for the New York Times and they said, Why do you rob banks? And the answer is, because for the money.
of the prisons that accredit our training program and all prisons for East, Central, and Southern Africa. And so I've had the opportunity to now uh, examine for their fellowship exam um, and become a part of that organization, which has been great. Um, we do some things a little differently, and I would love to introduce Operate on Live Kids in other countries. But uh, we don't have kids in India because we're the East So we have our teacher courses where we you know, give a lecture and train the residents and teach them and things like that, and then teach them all these different things. Um, all the while, we have uh, some people taking the meat and preparing it for a delicious feast. And so you know, we get the best of both worlds. Not bad meat. Another really exciting thing that we do is celebrate donations. These are some brand new physical sets that people donated. Thank you. 
those guns and say, we'd like to do a selfie with you.
he did, took him up to the ice and he got him back to their lives. And I went and told the family probably half a dozen times. Problem, we wake him up as much as possible so that he does. We say goodbye to him. I'm not trying to be a tearjerker, but I, just, I want you to understand that when you don't have resources and you don't have friendships, you can't phone a friend to come plug in next to you. You do what you can. Thank you. 
sign up for emails back there. Um, we have some keychains made that say Soto. And then just so you can plug it into your GPS, it has the coordinates on the back of the hospital. So you can come in and see us there and pick up your GPS. So we made lots of them, but please take one. It's really you guys to remember to play. And I just want to thank you for that. Um, there's some books back there. All right, Roll, will you have a good call? This is a hand-carved Egyptian traditional cross that we're going to 